Welcome to the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. Happy Friday! Come on, Andy, with the music. Turn it back up. Turn it back up. Uh, <laughs> now that's how you bring in a Friday. I love the Friday energy. I hope you are having a fantastic day. I know I am. It feels really, really good today, going into the weekend. And I uh, hope the same for you. You are always welcome to call and join us as a contributor yourself. If you would like to join in on a conversation, you can do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. And you can uh, join us over in our YouTube chat. That's always fun. In our YouTube, we have a community over there who are just building and building. I love seeing everybody come inside of there. It's always fun because everybody's giving their own input on our topics and building a community with each other as well. So that's always really great. So definitely uh, you all have to, if you haven't already, follow us on all of our social media platforms at KBLA1580. You should be following me too at Robin Ayers. It's a good idea. Uh, I have to give a, a very, very, very special shout out to all the people who showed up and showed out today for the strike that happened over at Universal. When I tell you we shut it down, we shut it. I'm, I'm definitely representing right now. I've got my SAG-AFTRA shirt on and uh, SAG-AFTRA strong. We had to go out there and represent, and I saw so many people. It was great to see everybody, all the solidarity. It was great to see them uh, showing up in person. And all the people who, the police officers and the people who are bringing ice cream and food and ices and all these kinds of things, waters, uh, all all the things. People just wanted to show love and just, again, uh just really stand with everybody who's with the uh, the the writers and the actors and the writer in the in the strike. So it was really great today. A special shout out to actors Rampage and Hollywood Confidential for putting this all together. Well, our team they put this all together. So it was really really nice. So I definitely want to give them a shout out. And uh, let's go ahead and get to some updates real quick. I do have a couple of updates. Uh, Little Wayne will be appearing. Andy, check this out. Little Wayne is going to appear on Skip Bayless's Undisputed every Friday to debate him on sports. Every Friday. I'm just not so sure about it. Andy, give me your thoughts. I, I know you're a sports guy uh, and you like Lil Wayne, right? So does do the two match? <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, you know, Lil Wayne knows his sports. He's a sports guy. That's cool. But you're, you're not going to replace uh, a Shannon Sharp. It's hard to replace Shannon. It's extremely hard yeah. to replace that. So. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I feel as though this is just for ratings, trying to get the ratings up. And, you know, you got to do what you got to do to help Skip Bayless out. But I don't know if the answer is Lil Wayne, but we will see. That's happening every Friday and they will debate on sports. It's a desperate move. It's a desperate move. It's a desperate. It's a desperate move. And honestly, I think it's the only move that he can make considering. Uh, I don't know if you know their friendship and how tight they actually are. Mm. They They hang out. You know, are you uh, saying Lil Wayne and Skip? Lil Wayne and Skip Bayless? They hang out. I'm that I'm dumbfounded. If you really. if you follow Skip Bayless on his Instagram, he's always I'm at Lil Wayne's house, and we, you know we're talking sports. Oh, really? Lil, Lil Wayne go 
is kicking it, you know, with his wife and this, that, and the third. They actually are cool. They kick it. Okay. Know? Well, then <laughs> like, maybe it makes more sense than what I thought. Initially. That's what I'm saying. It may, yeah. You know, for a lot of people are saying, like, I'm sure it's hard for Skip Bayless to find a host. This is Lil Wayne. I mean, he's his friend. So, and you know what? We I know off the top it may sound a little strange, but it actually might be pretty entertaining because listening to Lil Wayne speak sometimes is is entertaining in and of itself. So, hearing them talk about sports and they've already got a chemistry with one another. Hey, you never know. It might be it might be the thing that we never knew we needed to see. Um, I forgot to give to start off the show first of all with our happy birthday to our forever president Barack Obama. Happy birthday, sir. Also, there is a uh, there's this update that's really interesting. Do you know gamer and social media influencer Kai Sanat? Uh, he's been arrested or detained, rather, for inciting a riot in New York while trying to conduct a giveaway. How you t- <laughs> you're trying to give things away. Uh, I, it's it's unclear as of right now for me what he was trying to give away. But the guy incited an entire riot. There was a helicopter that had an above shot that was filming all the there's a car, uh, a truck actually trying to leave at the moment. And all of these people are jumping on the truck, hanging off the sides. And they're trying to I don't know if they're trying to get the items. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but this guy Kai has been arrested or detained rather is the language for inciting a riot. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, It seems as though he was trying to do a a good deed. Sometimes it doesn't work like that though. Sometimes you just can't go out to the streets like, Hey, y'all, I got money. I'm giving away money or shoes or whatever the case is and expect it to be uh, smooth and seamless. It doesn't work that way, but lesson learned. Let's go ahead and get into the raw report. Andy. Now it's time for a breakdown. Okay, we're going to talk about Will Smith today. Will Smith, who talks about one of his biggest regrets uh, pertaining to his family and pertaining to his career. And it's important to, to note this because I think it could relate to so many other people. A lot of us right now who are up and coming and a lot of us who are chasing our dreams and chasing our careers, this could apply. So we need to have this conversation. We're also going to talk about the <laughs> the topic of the night, which is how the one that we love so much, Regina King, how she handled a very awkward question about her ancestry coming from a white woman whom, you know, it, she has many fans. I, I like her as an actress as well. Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner had asked Regina King a question, but it was it was awkward. Okay, and this is coming from a resurfaced video. We will get all into it. Talk about what happened, why and how it was best handled and how moving forward uh, we can maybe take notes to see how to handle something like that. We're also going to talk about Jamie Foxx. Jamie (laughs) Foxx. He is Jamie Foxx. All right. He has now written some things, I feel a little bit cryptic, on social media about fake friends. This is interesting. This is very, this is going to be an interesting conversation. We're going to get into that on the other side with our entertainment contributor of the day. So excited to bring her in. So excited that you guys are joining me. Happy Friday. When we come forward, we'll get to all of that. You are listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at the Raw Report. Keep it. You already know I am not here to do it on my own. Today we have the Miles to Mogul, Miles Bloxon. How are you today? 
I'm doing great. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm feeling real good. You know, you can never really make me feel down on a Friday. So okay. I'm nice. Yeah, I'm nice. <laughs> uh, so, Miles, uh, great to have you here with us to discuss the um, the topics on the Raw Report today. I want to start off, actually, by getting into this old clip of um it actually came from a show that was chelsea handler's show it was called dinner uh dinner part my american experience and um or dinner party rather my my american experience and this was with chelsea handler and she would just have different people actors actresses come and sit down with her and they would have open discussions and uh it was actually pretty good i saw a lot of clips i wasn't an avid watcher of it but there was an old clip that popped up where chelsea handler started to ask all the people there let's 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 start this dialogue why don't we talk about our families and where we're from and she starts off with Regina King, who we we know we love uh, as an actress. You've seen her many, many places. And uh, Regina King gives, I think, a, a, a great answer. And then Jennifer Gardner, another actress, a white actress, follows up with another question. But it seems to be quite awkward, according to everybody on social media. Let's take a listen to this clip. Um. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about our families maybe first where we came from where our parents came from why don't you start regina i grew up here in la born and bred one of the few people that are born and bred in la so that's a i think a very cool thing and i kind of wear it on my chest very proudly because so many people say mm -hmm. oh la is this and la is that and i'm like well you know you're not from la so you don't really know it but do you know where your ancestors are from uh, well yeah <laughs> we're part of the triangle slave trade and um from Sierra Leone, Liberia, and Senegal. But my parents are both from the South, met each other here. To this day, I'm totally grateful my mom left. My mom was the one that was like, I am fucking out of this bitch. Okay, and so, uh, <laughs> interesting, very, very interesting how this clip has resurfaced. I don't know the reason that it it's resurfaced. However, uh, I know that everybody has come for Jennifer Gardner for that question. Number one, I don't know how you felt, Miles, if you if you took it as that, because what happens a lot of times on social media is someone will say, someone will um, write something online, their own opinion, and it isn't until you, you read someone else's comment that you start to think that way as well, when initially it didn't rub you the wrong way. So I wonder if this is a, a matter of everybody just sort of jumping on board, or if this is a matter of, uh, you know, it didn't really hit you like that or in, in you, which, which way did you feel about it? Miles, did you, did it bother you or can you understand why it seems to be cringeworthy? I believe I understand why it seems to be cringeworthy. And I think that Jennifer Garner is just coming from that, you know, that privileged place and that privileged perspective. I think that a lot of times, you know, some people don't think about the words that they say and how impactful it'll be in that moment. You know, they're just throwing words out there when I think that people need to start being more educated in how to converse with another person that doesn't look like them. And so I think um, she could have had better word choices like, hey, what's your ancestry or something of that nature? But like not like, what well, do you know where your ancestors are from? Like coming from a white woman, just thinking about how impactful that could be and how not even impactful, but how much that can uh, that could, uh, you know, come across across at that table to a black woman. 
you know, just thinking about our words and trying to make sure that we're we're saying the right things and asking in the, the nicest way that we can, the most kindest way that we can. Mm-hmm. So she might be ignorant to the way that she delivered it as well, but, like, she got a really quick reality check. And sometimes you got to do that. I, I do that every day to people. So... So do you I, feel so I are you saying it. the reality check came from Regina or where where did the reality well, from check from Regina when okay. Regina came back really quick and said hey uh we're part of the slave trade this that and the other we know the story we know how it goes mm-hmm. I think that that kind of put Jennifer in a place to where like uh maybe like she understood like oh okay maybe I should have went out that a different way but I do think that Regina made a valid point when she said that People that live in L.A., because I lived there for nine years, will say things like, oh, I know L.A. and L.A. is like this and like that. Mm. But when I meet people that are actually from L.A., they're completely different than mm. the people that moved it. Mm. You know, the natives are really like sweet people. They know what they're doing. They move the way that they move. And it's like, you know, pay homage to that. Right. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people move here expecting L.A. to be a certain type of way. And they try to present it to be a certain type of way. And those are the people that I feel like people are talking about when they when they're talking about L.A. Like, if you really know the people that live there, they move completely different than the people that move there. You know yeah, what I mean? So, yeah. 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 So she was making a valid point. She yeah. was. And, and to be honest with you, I think Regina's answer sufficed. I think that she was saying, yeah. I'm from L.A. I'm proud to be from L.A. So the, the awkwardness really came from the fact that that seemed to have been a, a fulfilling answer. I don't know why she insisted on asking a question, ancestry. talking about ancestry mm-hmm. out of all things to somebody who's black. <laughs> you right. know, it's You're like, woman. yeah. In, in yeah. what, in what if Regina actually did not have those answers that would have put her right. in, in a very awkward and interesting position to make that oh. entire conversation. That dialogue would have went left. Uh, it just so happens Completely to left. be, yeah, that she knew her 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 background, and I applaud her because I don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know my ancestry. I mean, we we are. I have to applaud my mom right now. She's actually doing a fantastic job. My mom, my my aunts, like there are they are putting together a, a lot of information regarding our family. But these are people who are not too far removed. We're not going back into uh, the you know slave slave uh, trade days. We're not going that far back into ancestry so i do applaud regina king uh, regina hall uh excuse me regina king and whomever uh got her to know whoever informed her and her family of where they where they came from but i'm just saying a lot of black people don't have those answers and i Mm -hmm. think it's very insensitive because we never look at someone we never have a conversation with a white woman or white man and say where where are you from though where are your ancestors from we never ask uh-huh. questions like that uh-huh. so in my opinion just maybe on the surface level it didn't come off wrong but if you think about it you just sit for you know a good 30 seconds it is insensitive to ask something like that you know yep. it I just, absolutely is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm just glad that and- regina knew uh and, and she she was able to respond even though you can hear even in her response it was it was awkward for her. It was like, okay, yeah, let me let me answer her really quickly. You were get, you were gonna say yeah. something? No, I was just gonna say that I've done my research on my ancestry, and like you know, people will say certain things to me sometimes, and I'm like, bro, you have no idea. Like when you go to other countries, they want to know your ethnic background. They want to know where you're from. Uh, you'll go and they'll say, hey, where are you from? And you'll say, I'm from Austin, Texas. I grew up in Texas. And they're like, well, no, well, where is your, you know, like, where are your parents from and where are your parents' parents from? So sometimes in other countries, they don't understand 
slavery, of course, as well as we do. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, no, not only did they remove us from our, our native land, but they also burned all the paperwork and we have no idea how to loop each other back in. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of hard work to track your information back. You know, it, it really is. And I'm also very grateful that Regina can answer that question because a lot of people don't have those same resources. A lot of people don't have an extra $30 a month to get on Ancestry.com or whatever mm-hmm. platform they can possibly get on and do the research and kind of like put everything together. But yeah. I want my kids to know. So that's why it's important to me. So when I get questions like that, I'm just like, you know, like, come on, read a book, do your homework, <laughs> learn how to talk to somebody that doesn't look like you. Please. Right. Like after George Floyd, we can do anything. We can read a book. We can watch a YouTube <laughs> video. There's so much information available. Like she could have just said, what's your ethnic background beyond L.A. or anything like there's a thousand other ways she could have asked that question. But yeah. she went about it like that, you yeah. know, and that's insensitive and that's not OK. But that's always that's also coming from a very privileged perspective. Wow. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, a, a friend of mine, Miss Queenie Johnson or excuse me, Dr. Queenie Johnson, she has now uh, gotten her doctorate. Uh, she has something called, she started something called Black School, and this is for young black kids. And Black School was really, it still goes on, so it still is about educating our kids on what true black history means, where we where we really come from, what does uh, your, ancestry, your ancestry and your culture mean to us, what it should mean to you. So it's all very, very informative, and it's teaching these kids as a whole. But she started something called Black School for White People, and that took off. That took off because a lot of people, a lot of white people actually do want to know. So, Jennifer, although it may have been an awkward question, and to Marcus's point, Marcus Atkins says it was a cringe moment indeed. Uh, and it was that for sure. But as as cringeworthy as it was, something in me tells me she actually did want to know. And I don't know if it was being uh, facetious. I don't know if it was being pretentious. But she, I think she really just wanted to know. The problem is she's so far removed from what we're talking about, how that could be insensitive, that she needs something like Black School for White People. She needs to be sat down and talked about mm-hmm. how you can be an ally, how to ask the proper questions. All of those things are covered under something like this called Black School for White People. And I'm not uh, that I'm not a brand ambassador of it, but I, <laughs> I think it's a great idea to teach white people whom a lot of them want to know. They want to know about us and, and how to be better how to approach better they they really want to know so uh yeah i i see that as it's interesting maybe a conversation starter for white people as a whole to open back up that conversation because remember this had happened already this is a resurfaced video clip that came up so i don't know again i don't know why it resurfaced and why people are digging but i i i I still at the same time feel as though Everything happens for a reason. So maybe with this this climate of um, of what's happening now, it could be a conversation starter as to how better to to ask questions like that. If you agree. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't be ignorant. Just be educated. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't be ignorant. Get some friends. Just be educated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get some black friends. Hang out with them. Somebody that you're close to that doesn't judge you. That really is trying to help you out. Like I have friends that I help out like that and we get to have real conversations about things that normally if I was having them with a stranger, I might feel a certain type of way. But because this is my friend and I know their heart, 
I know that they're just asking because they want to know more information. So, like, get a friend that doesn't look like you and have those kind of conversations. Yeah. But don't do it on national television in front of everybody, and then you look you look ignorant. Yeah. You know, let's be honest. Interesting. You know what I mean? Very so true. People, if people are coming for you, just get friends that don't look like you. Chelsea Handler has a really good, um, oh, good uh, documentary, and I forgot what it's called, actually, but... She was really it's called good privilege. with like going I think out. Or a white privilege or something like that. Yeah, if, if white privilege. Yeah, she yeah. goes out and she asks the question. She asks the question. She said, excuse me, excuse my white ignorance. I'm okay with, you know, like how you come back at me, but I need to know these answers. Absolutely. And she put people in front of the camera and she had uncomfortable conversations. And it was a if, great if, documentary, if people, by the way. That I strongly suggest. Yeah, I strongly suggest people watch uh, if, watch it. It's like the black, what did you say, black school for white people? Like, yeah. it's great. Like, it's, it, that's exactly what I would think it would be, something like that. But just, like, watch something like that. Yeah. Read a book. It's not hard to find information right sure. now. It's not the 70s. It's not the 60s. It's 2023. You can find, you oh, can no. Google that. How to ask a black person about their ethnicity. You yeah. can Google that. I'm sure you'll get something back. I don't yeah. know if it's going to be the correct answer, <laughs> but I'm saying just do your research. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. I do agree with you. Uh, Andy, what did you want to um, add to the conversation? Um, unpopular opinion. Hold on, let me get my game up. There we go. There we go. <laughs> unpopular opinion. But, um, you know, I always uh, try to look in the mirror and look at, you know, what my role in, in, in that situation could be. And I always ask myself, um, understanding how ignorant that they can be, how can I control myself to the point where I don't get offended? And just kind of understand the game, like expect that from them and not get all upset. Mm -hmm. But, you know, have the conversation like Miles was talking about. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, just today, Andy, I promise you I had this conversation. I was actually praying and this was one of my prayers. My prayer was to remove ego from everything that I do. Remove ego and mm -hmm. just if you remove mm -hmm. literally offense comes from being in your ego like why are you talking to me like that why are you you know if you if you can remove that from your from your your day-to-day -day, um character trait it's hard to do obviously because we are human but if you can begin to make that uh you know something of a of a habit just to try to check yourself and remove ego you operate from a place with love and you operate from a place of 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 god being god centered and you think and you and you hear things a little bit more clearly you you try to hear the heart of people rather than their words and so um it's funny i i actually just did that today and i tried to get myself right and so i completely agree with you on that and before we go to our news traffic and sports i wanted to address this behema sec she says uh with african ancestry by dr rick kittles a geneticist many people including celebrities are able to determine where we are from that's true i wish that they did something that offered that to black people for free uh with that being said when we come forward we will get to uh our will smith and we will get to our jamie fox topics on the other side you are listening to the raw report on kbla talk 1580 stay there happy birthday to marcus houston welcome on back into the raw report on kbla talk 1580 where we bring you the latest in entertainment news and trending topics. And right now, we've got one of those trending topics. Actually, it was trending quite a while ago, but it, it has resurfaced uh, given that Will Smith has, uh, he's now talking to everybody. He's talking to Kevin Hart and all those things. But before we get into it, let's bring our contributor back in here, Miles Bloxon. We were talking about 
this entire really awkward question with Jennifer Gardner, who asked Regina King a very interesting question about our ancestry, but I think we have put, you know, wrapped a, a pretty little bow on it saying that it would be helpful for white people. To, all, they may be very interested. They may not be coming from a harmful place. It may not have any, um, any malice behind it, but it would be nice if they did a little bit of education, a little bit of studying on what it's like to ask the proper questions or not be not sound so insensitive when you are asking questions to black people, especially about ancestry. Well, let's go ahead and move on to talk about Will Smith. Will Smith is is admitting really that he regrets not putting his mental health before his uh, basically his family. He's talking about he he had uh, he was not content and he was really just trying to go after his career and the careers of his family. We we all know that in 2010 he was really living high because his family was doing really well. Jaden Smith, his son, uh, he had gone on to do the Karate Kid, which was a huge blockbuster hit. Uh, Willow Smith had gone on to do her. She was starting her music career, but she was really young at the time. And I want to say 10 years old doing uh, I whip my hair back and forth. And that was a hit. She was signed to Jay-Z's label at the time. So things were looking really, really good for the Smith family. But at one point, Willow said to her family, they were telling her, you got to go perform. Basically, you have to agree to what's been uh, in your contract. What was uh, uh what was written in your contract she said okay she did her 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 assignments her appearances and then she's like okay i'm done but they continued to make willow commit to what was in her contract and and continue to perform continue to make music because she was contractually bound to it but he's saying now will smith is saying i put all of that i should have stopped and listened to the, the needs of my children. I should have stopped, but I was pushing them so hard because he felt that money equated to success and all of the all of the different things. But he learned, you know, at some point that that was not necessarily the, the greatest thing to do. And my question to you, Miles, is are we all kind of suffering? <laughs> well, not all of us, uh, true enough, but so many of us, if you think about on a day-to-day basis, how many people are hustling, how many people are grinding, how just trying to get out here, make it, make it big. We're all doing those things, but at what cost? And are we suffering in our mental health because we want to succeed? Like Will Smith said, he was like, listen, if you make money, pretty much money, money will, uh, will satisfy you. Uh, so in your in your opinion, what do you think about the fact that this generation right now, especially we're all about the hustle and the grind and not doing so much to cater to the needs of our mental health? I think that some of us are in survival mode, Robin, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you're in survival mode, you don't have the luxury of like stopping your grind sometimes and just like taking a moment and taking a breath and just like looking around because you're you're trying to get the next check so you can you know, pay for your food or pay for where you're living and things like that. Mm. Um, outside of survival mode, for especially for people of color, I feel like, you know, some of us do have the luxury to sit back and say, hey, I want to do what I love for a living. And I have the luxury to do that. I only do things that feed my soul and my spirit. Mm. So a lot of times when I'm working, I don't feel like I'm working. When my friends are like, oh, I got to go to work tomorrow. I'm like, ah, I got to go to work tomorrow. But work is not work to me. It's uh, it's fun for me. It's inspiring. I'm, I'm inspired and I try to inspire the people. I try to learn things. So it's different, 
But um, I do feel like a lot of people are just caught up in team no sleep, teamwork, uh, team too much, team doing a lot, team showing everything that I do all day, every day. And it's like, well, what are you actually doing? And what's actually feeding your spirit? And what's actually feeding your soul? Are you in therapy? Um, do you meditate? Are you doing yoga? Are you doing things that calm down your nervous system? Things of that nature. And I don't think a lot of people put emphasis on that because they're too busy trying to look great for the gram or whoever else they're trying to impress. So, yes, I think that we're all caught up in that grind. And sometimes it takes a moment of reflection, like what Will Smith is going to, through to say, you know what, I could have handled that a little bit better. You know, or I could, you know, have put myself before my career and my family to make sure I'm good. I always like to say this, but they tell you on the plane, every time you're on a plane, they say, put your air mask on before you assist others. Mm. And I think that that's just such a big statement that goes beyond the plane, because if you're not happy and if you're not in a good space, how can you be available for your family? How you, can you be available for your job? How can you be available for your friends? So I think that it, it all boils down to what matters most to you and what type of life you want to live. True. Very true. I believe that we just need to find the balance. What you said, and sure. I think it's definitely true, that a lot of people are in survival survival mode. And, and that's unfortunately the case. Not everyone, but a lot of people are. And a lot of people really just want to live above their means. People want mm-hmm. to uh, people are having to keep up with the, the Joneses. And so they have to continue to grind in order to keep up the look of things. Whereas Will Smith did talk about contentment. There is such a thing as contentment. And I think that is oh. the thing that we are lacking. Not a lot of people understand what it's like to say, you know what, I'm I'm doing just right. I'm making enough to cover my bills. I'm making enough to not have to struggle per se. But contentment it's that that to me is the key word and i think that is what's lacking because either we are struggling or we are trying to do too much team too much everybody's trying to live way <laughs> above their much. means and yeah yep. chase chase the big big dream and so that that layer in between it is very um it's it's uh it's a beautiful place to be i try to remind myself to be content and a lot of that is stopping to smell the roses a lot of that is just Mm -hmm. saying you know what let me thank god right now for where i am right now for what i have right now so that you don't get caught up in what tomorrow is going to bring you don't get caught up in what you're going to need by next month or you don't get caught up um on you know uh on the on the flip side of things as well I just think it's about it's a matter of balance and checking your mental health. But mental health is also not comparing yourself to other people in their mm. in their journey, not looking at social media, the facade of social media saying I want what they have when a lot of people don't even have what they show that they have. Right. Say that, that they it, have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't they don't own those things. They don't. Uh, that's not their day to day. I see this these types of things in real life and I've seen it. I've seen it time and time again where uh, friends of mine or people that I know are putting on these facades in order to keep up with the Joneses and or stay ahead of the Joneses, really try to set the trends. And even that is a matter of mental health issues, right? You are depriving yourself of peace. And so it's just really, to me, a layer of, of finding that contentment. Blue, or excuse me, Marcus Atkins talks about Beyonce. He said, Beyonce is doing the same thing to Blue Ivy, pushing her to be be a singer. I don't think that that's true. I disagree with that statement. 
I do see, I, I've known other uh, parents to uh, really try to push for their kids to become stars and things like that. I don't quite think that that's the case here. I see what you're saying, Marcus, because now all of a sudden we're seeing Blue Ivy, you know, all up on the stages, performing at every stop. And it's really cute. A lot of people love it. That's sort of become the, uh, the, the highlight of the night. It's the family business. It's the family business. And I, I think it's almost innate, innately in her. She's going to perform. She's going to sing. She wants to be up there with her mom. But she's also not performing the entire tour or the entire length of the show. She's going there for like a little split moment. And uh, and then she does her little peace thing and she walks off. So I don't, I don't necessarily see Beyonce as trying to push her to do it because they are seemingly, they are content and they don't need to, uh, to, to go ahead and do that. But... Um, yeah, I hope what I hope is for a lot of people right now, including myself, to learn how to relax, learn how to chill, learn how to be grateful and be present in the moment so that we can mm. take care of ourselves and not not rush for uh, not not try to chase after this career, but rather attract the, the career. Because if you're in the right headspace, you can do that. That's what I believe, at least. I would. Yeah, no, I completely understand what you're saying. I'm actually at NABJ right now um, in Alabama, so I didn't know if you were going to be here or not. But that is the hustle and bustle of things. We're talking about like a yeah. big journalist convention where all the black journalists go and everybody's trying to get a job. And yeah. I didn't realize that that was a big thing for this. And I've come in and I'm content in my in my workplace. So I'm just meeting people. Yeah. And the energy is completely different it's when different. you're open. Yeah, when you're open and you're just having conversations, you don't care what somebody's name or position is on their name tag. It's a whole nother different energy that comes through because there's no desperation. Exactly. There's no like, I got to get this done. I got to I got to make sure everything is on point. No, I'm just making simply making connections and I'm content with that. And people can feel your energy when you're in that space. So I completely agree with you, uh, Robin, when it comes to just finding that level of being content and being OK with because mm -hmm. I think that that connection is the most important connection that we need to be making while we're here on earth is being content mm -hmm. with self is knowing Definitely. who we actually are and being authentic at all times because when you are authentic that's when you attract everything anyway mm -hmm. nobody wants to give stuff to somebody that they can't figure out like who this person is why are they moving like that they sound weird you know like a lot of times we just equate them to being whack you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Why is that person so wet? Mm -hmm. But that's just because they're not in their authentic self. If they were authentically themselves, you'd be like, oh, that's a dope person. Like, mm -hmm. whatever way that they are, as long as they're not affecting anyone else, right, or, or hurting anyone else. So I think it's just it's just something that we've lost sight of over time. And I don't know if it's a social media thing or, like, just over the generations or, like, us not being able to communicate with each other as much as we used to, the face-to-face -face combos. But in some shape or form, we've lost our authenticity, and we have to get that back. And we have to start sitting in that and not care what everybody else is doing or saying. You are over here preaching, Miles, and I appreciate that. I'm and sorry. I, I, I love that. I love it. I love it. And I and I so appreciate having these kinds of conversations because it's a bigger picture. You know, when and, and that's why I appreciate even people like Will Smith sharing their journey because someone who has become successful to that max, I mean, to that maximum uh -huh. level, right? He's sharing the, uh -huh. the the details of some of that journey and it's to help other people. Listen, everything that we go through in life, everything that we go through in life is not for us to just go through. It's for us to overcome it and share it so that we help somebody else. We are all a piece of each other's puzzle. 
So mm-hmm. we need we need it. We need these conversations like someone is going to hear this conversation that you and I are having, which was based off of Will Smith's conversation. And they're going to either learn by it or they'll pass it forward as well. So that's what this whole thing is about. So um, absolutely. speaking of, um, you know, <laughs> passing it forward and all of these things, we thought Jamie Foxx and his and his crew, we were giving them so many props. I have to get your question. Mm-hmm. We got to we got to move on. But I have to see what you think about this. Jamie Foxx sending his cryptic message on social media talking about look what they did to Jesus. What do you think they will do to you? He says fake friends. We thought all of his friends were holding him down when he was when he had his medical emergency because nobody was talking about nobody was leaking the information. So I don't know what he's alluding to and oftentimes I have to be careful and check myself because Sometimes when you post things on social media, you just want to be like, oh, that's a word, but it doesn't apply to you. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't want to jump the, the gun and say this is uh, Jamie Foxx talking about he's got fake friends in his life, but he it almost seems that way. Um, your take on that. Do you, do you have one one thought or or another on his on his message? Absolutely. I think what we have to think about, Robin, is the fact that he hasn't been posting much since this medical scare, right? So sure. I think that every post is very much so intentional. It's not like he was in good health for the last couple of months and he was just posting freely. I feel like when you are posting freely, yeah, there might be stuff that you post that's not for you. But I think that that was very intentional. And that was for somebody that he knows and that person knows exactly who that message was for. <laughs> but when I saw it, I was like, oops. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought, I, like you said, I thought we was all good, but it, it, it might not be leaking. It might not be leaking the information, right? Maybe it was some financial matters that somebody took advantage of. Yeah. Maybe it was access that somebody took advantage of. Maybe it was, we, we don't, we have no idea, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's the beauty of it because he gets to keep it to himself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like he's so right. Like sometimes the people that's closest to you be the people that, you know, yeah. kind of mess you over. So you just got to always be aware Always check everybody's energy and make sure it's matching yours. And if it's not, you might want to find a new crew. But Come on that's now. Just my take. That's the final <laughs> word from Miles Bloxham from Miles to Mogul. We appreciate you so much for joining the Raw Report. Let everybody let everybody know where they can find you online. Yes, at Miles to Mogul on Instagram. That's M I L E S T O M O G U L and Miles to Mogul dot com. And thank you so much, Robin, for having me. Absolutely. We appreciate you and we look forward to our next conversation with you, Miles. Uh, when we come forward, of course, we've got your who's got next and what not to miss on the other side. You're listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real. Right now, I'm hanging out with Robin on The Rob Report. Well, I just want to get right into it. This is Preston Butler the third, and this song is a real, real fresh song. It's called Too Strong. Too Strong in God I Flex. Okay, Preston Butler the third. He's in the YouTube chat. Definitely, definitely fire song. Too strong. Definitely uh go ahead and support Preston Butler the third. That that song is fire. Actually, the song is fire. So we appreciate you. Thank you so much, Preston. What I don't want you to miss, check this out. And if you've been paying any attention to our very own Dominique DePrima. This weekend, actually August the 6th, 2 p.m. Now, if you happen to be in San Francisco, this is perfect for you. Her 
There is a celebration uh, celebrating the life and legacy of her mother, Diane DePrima. It says, join us for a day of tribute, poetry, music, art, and remembrance of Peter Coyote and Waldman Kim Shuck Culture Clash Tong, Tong I'm sorry Tongo Ice and Martin Cedar Sego Amber Tamblin and many more Wow there's going to be a lot and uh, this is celebrating her mom Dominique De Prima uh, her mom Diane De Prima so that's August 6 2 p.m. in San Francisco at the historic Castro Theater if you want more information of course it's on Dominique De Prima's page as well want to show her love uh it's been a great week you guys truly it's been a great week i appreciate all of you i appreciate miles Bloxen for joining us on the raw report today to help break down these topics and i consider them very very important things that we need to keep discussing in our community keep discussing so we get better and better and better uh i love you guys i appreciate you happy friday and when we come forward well, you already know Zoe Williams is off today. So you got the best of the voice of reason, which is awesome. So you guys enjoy your weekend. My name is Robin Ayers, your host. And remember today and every day forward to be a blessing. <laughs>